Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I'm glad that you are here. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experiences with body-focused repetitive behaviors, or BFRB, as another installment in my diagnosis series. This post comes with, you know, some discussion about injuries and self-harm. So if that kind of thing triggers you, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast. Um, there has been a lot of debate in the psychology community as to where these disorders should be classified, and that debate is still ongoing. That being said, they are currently classified as obsessive, compulsive, and related disorders in the DSM-5, and because of that, they are generally considered to be uh, related to OCD. That being said, uh, they are common comorbidities for both ADHD and autism. I personally lump them in with my OCD because they feel very similar to my OCD symptoms. But this is definitely one of those areas of gray where we could easily debate where this falls and which diagnosis this is a symptom of. Um, Body-focused repetitive behaviors are behaviors that are focused on the body and are repetitive. This is one of the few mental health diagnosis names that actually nails it. (laughs) I mean, it just tells you what it is in the name of it. For some, the cycle starts with a thought, an obsession. The person considers something about their body to be amiss in some way, and then they feel the compulsion to fix it. There's a blemish on the face that must be removed and then the compulsion to squeeze and pick at the zit. For others, there's only the compulsion. It can be a thoughtless movement that provides comfort, pulling out a hair and then another, and is producing a sense of calming, of quieting. Uh, The three most common types of body-focused repetitive behavior are trichotillomania, which is compulsive hair pulling, dermatotillomania, compulsive skin picking, which is also called a scoriation disorder, and ocophanania, which is compulsive nail biting. And seriously, dudes, my friends, I probably said all three of those wrong because, blah. Yeah, I say everything wrong. Um, However, there are many others, um, and most are not specifically listed in the DSM-5. But really, body-focused repetitive behaviors are any behavior set that unintentionally causes physical damage to one's body and affects someone's appearance. There are these compulsive behaviors that you feel compelled to engage in, and they often seem to have a grooming kind of nature to them that then goes awry. Research suggests that 1 in 20 people experience some form of body-focused repetitive behavior, yet most of the time these behaviors are socially dismissed as just being bad habits. There's often a debate as to when a behavior transforms from a bad habit into the disorder of being a um, body-focused repetitive behavior. And clinically, there is an answer. The answer is that it becomes a disorder when it starts causing bodily harm. 
So if you occasionally bite your nails and it really isn't doing any damage, then this isn't a disorder. Like everybody kind of occasionally like chews off a hangnail or whatever. But if you chew on your fingernail until it bleeds and then you chew on it some more because you feel like you have to, this is a disorder. I personally have struggled with hair pulling, skin picking, and nail biting for as long as I can recall. The worst of the three for me has been nail biting. I would bite my nails until they bled. The nail biting would frequently lead to pretty significant infections. Um, my fingers and my toes would be in constant pain, but none of that mattered. I still felt completely compelled to chew on my nails more. Um, Recently, I, I feel like I have uh, found some relief in this. Acrylic nails have been my way out of that behavior cycle. But it's not just my fingernails. Um, it, it's also my toenails. And because of that, I'm thinking about doing acrylics on them too. Because the relief of my fingers has been amazing. I can't speak to that enough. I can't tell people how it's not just about how much it makes your fingers hurt. Um, it's pretty intense. Like even when your fingers are bleeding and hurt and you, you really just can't do daily activities without having pretty significant pain and you still need to chew at them and pick at them and peel away the skin and, and the cuticles and you're bleeding and you kind of look like a massacre victim and yet you still need to do it. Um, my hair pulling is fairly mild. I have been blessed with uh, very thick hair and can pull out a lot of it without anyone ever really telling. Um, but another reason that people don't tend to notice this behavior is because I pretty much only pull the hair from my legs. So this one doesn't really cause me uh, any physical pain, nor does it really cause me much change in my appearance. But it sure can swallow up a lot of my time. It is an oddly satisfying, relaxing activity that I can literally spend hours doing, just pulling out one hair at a time. And I, I can't explain it to you. Um, yeah. Uh, the skin picking is one that people do tend to notice because I almost always have an open sore on my chin that I am forever picking at. Um, it will start as a small zit and then become a scab that I can't leave alone. I can never leave my scabs alone. There are times that I am simply amazed that I am not constantly covered in small little never ending heal, uh, never healing wounds. I just, I, I don't know how my body copes with it. It, it's just amazing to me that my body managed to heal them up despite my constantly picking at them because there really is never a scab on my body that I'm not picking at. Um, mostly I find that my body focused repetitive behaviors cause two symptoms that are of any significance. First, there's the physical pain that the behaviors cause. I mean, when you're chewing on your fingers and your toes and you're picking at your skin, it creates injuries that bleed, that become infected and that are, are painful. Um, but there's also this sense of shame. I always feel like I should be able to just stop doing it because I know that it's not good for me. My logical brain feels like this behavior cycle is completely irrational and I can't equate 
this set of behaviors with being an adult. Yet here I am struggling not to chew on my fingers and toes on a daily basis. While I know that I am far from being alone in this struggle because one in 20 is a lot of people, it still feels like something that I shouldn't talk about. It feels shameful and dirty and uh, it makes me feel like I don't have any control of myself and that I'm weak and broken. And yeah, that's a big ball of wax that just sucks emotionally. Um, There's an immense amount of value placed on our personal appearance in our culture. And I can recall many times that I felt shame because someone noticed and negatively commented on my ragged, chewed-on fingernails. Um, There were times that adults in my life tried to tempt me out of my bad nail-biting habit by promising me um, bottles of nail polish if I could grow out my nails. Um, Instead, all they did was make me more aware of how out of control my behavior was and how not pretty I was. Yet, no one ever considered it a problem worth getting help for. I never thought about getting help for it either until I went to the International Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Foundation Conference. There was a group there that talked about body-focused repetitive behaviors and the different treatment options for them. And that's when I understood that this was something more than just a bad habit, that these were a group of behaviors that were probably interconnected to my OCD. And I'd never thought about them that way and I never considered them in light of the obsessive compulsive cycle and when I began to consider them in that light I was able to look at them much differently and it was a I was able to give myself a lot more grace um but things can get better I haven't been biting my nails for about four months now, and that feels like a huge victory, even though it isn't very long. But it's probably the longest period in my lifetime that I've gone with having intact fingers. And it's because of acrylic nails. You know, just something that is very simple and straightforward and yet makes a huge amount of difference. And this is just one example of how there are many ways to approach and overcome our problems. And we need to not be afraid to create our own solutions when we are facing challenges in our chronic mental health and physical health problems. Because oftentimes when we are willing to be creative in our problem solving we can come up with better solutions to our problems oftentimes than healthcare providers. So thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope that you have found something useful here. Um, And until we hang out again, please take care of yourself. Bye.